hey you. I want to share with you something that I genuinely think will transform your life and your business, to be honest. HDX is open from now until May 17 with a few special bonuses. Join before May 11 and get my eight-week Purpose and Abundance course completely free, which is $888 worth of value. And if you join before May 17, we're actually going to give you $999 off our upcoming Mexico retreat. I mean, how good a freaking deal is that? And if you join before May 17, then you'll be in time for two amazing bonus classes this month in HDX with my personal business consultant, Nikki Rowley. Now, this is the woman that has helped scale my business significantly in the last year or so, and I am sharing her with my HDX community. She'll be teaching on how to grow and scale for business and what strategies and structures will actually get you there. She will also host a bonus business Q&A, which means you can actually ask my consultant anything you want to ask her about growing and scaling your business. This is an opportunity that could transform your life and your business, so don't miss out. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Human Design Podcast with me, your host, Emma Dunwoody. I'm a qualified master coach and human behavior specialist, as well as being a qualified human design coach. And I work with clients every single day to answer the big questions. Who am I? Why am I here? And what is my purpose? I also assist them to transition from the person they think they should be to the person they really are on the inside. I teach people how to actually live their design instead of just knowing it. And if this is something that you want to do too, well, stay tuned or reach out for private coaching or human design unpacks where I show you exactly how to live your design. Hey, hey, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the Human Design Podcast. Before we get into today's episode, I want to share something really amazing with you. And it's actually one of our new Millions of Millionaires sponsors. So to introduce this body graph chart software that we've been using, that's been mind blowing. So I want to welcome the amazing um, Taylor Dyson, who is my incredible operations manager. Welcome along, Taylor. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm so excited to have you here. This is actually um, something that we implemented when um, April. Yeah. And we were just trialing it out because they'd reached out to us, um, in regards to sponsoring the podcast or something like that, wasn't it? And so it kind of wasn't mm-hmm. even on our radar and we tried it out and we had such low expectations. And then what happened? Well, I remember sending you a message going, Emma, why are we not using this? Because I was mind blown. You know, we get a lot of requests for stuff like that. And, you know, there's new softwares all the time. And I clicked on it, like you said, with very low expectations. And I started looking through what they can do. And I had, I got so excited. You know, the MG in me was like, oh my God, we have to use this. And I saw the potential of it and it has delivered more than expected. It's really awesome. Amazing. Now, before we get into the actual numbers, because I know um, numbers with Taylor is a thing in our business. She loves to share all the all the numbers. Let's just tell the listeners exactly who it's for and what it is. Yeah. So it's a great tool for anyone who uses human design in their business. So if you're a human design reader, 
a human design coach or just someone who uses human design in your business. If you, you know, incorporate it into whatever you do, it's a way for you to embed an actual human design chart tool into your website. So, you know, if you want someone to get their human design chart, you probably send them to an outside platform somewhere, you know, oh, go to this website, put in your details and get your chart, whatever that platform might be. There's a couple big ones. And what's cool about this is that it allows you to put that tool on your own website and it's yours. So when someone comes and, you know, puts their information into your website, they get their chart and then you can hook up, hook it up to your email list, to your newsletter. You can have it linked to your own content. You can customize the reports afterwards that they get, you know, so it's your own descriptions of what, you know, this type is or this profile. So that's kind of what it is. Oh my God, I love it. And it's so cool because I actually remember when Jenna Zoe, because it must be the same software that Jenna Zoe used and before anyone else. Yeah, right. And I was always like, wow, her chart looks so beautiful and it's on her website. That's so cool. So yeah, when we started using it, I was like, this is beautiful. I'm really excited that we can do it. But let's talk hard numbers. Like we have had some serious success with this, um, just adding this to our business. So tell everyone a little bit about the growth that we've experienced through using this. Yeah. So since implementing it into our website in April, there have been over 4,000 people that have downloaded their chart through the website. And that's unique. That's not, um, you know, someone who does it twice because a lot of people will go back because they won't download the PDF or something, or they lost it or misplaced it. That's unique, um, chart downloads. So it's even more for double for people doing it twice. Um, and it's been really amazing. It's more than tripled the size of the email list. And, you know, you can set up you know, sequences afterwards for people to, um, you know, give them more information and keep everything in-house. Yeah. And because one of the really big things for us is obviously human design made simple. So it gives us the opportunity to um, give our way of teaching human design directly to the people who want it. And I love that. I love that every single person that wants to get their chart, that downloads it, we can then support them on their journey straight away, which is of course what you set up because you're amazing to make sure that not only do they get their chart, but they also get this support, free content support that helps them as they're you know, new to human design and on their journey. So beautiful. So how do people access this? What's it, what's it called? And I know that there's a benefit for listeners of the podcast. Yes. So you can go to the link in the show notes, or you can go to bodygraphchart.com. And they have been kind enough to give the listeners of the human design podcast, a 50% off discount for 12 months, which is huge because it's already inexpensive to begin with. Um, and then the 50% discount is going to put it at $25 a month. That's in us dollars. So wherever you are in the world, it'll be, you know, a little bit different, but, um, 50% off for 12 months. And the code is human design podcast. And we'll put that in the show notes too, for everyone. And one of the other things I want to say, that's really cool about this chart tool is that, it's 100% customizable and it actually gives Chiron and the four arrows, which is what a lot of chart tools don't do that. So that's one thing that a lot of people are drawn to when they go to get our chart from our website is, oh, I can get the arrows because of it or my Chiron gates. I love that. It's so cool. So check out the show notes, people get on it because really it is such a powerful and as Taylor says, inexpensive tool, like it paid for itself in the first two days. I seem to remember or first day. I seem to remember. So it's so valuable. Um, and it gives you the opportunity to really build your brand and your communication with your clients. So thank you. Go check it out. 
Hey, hey, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of the Human Design Podcast. We are doing the next in the Profile Line series, and we're on to line three. And I'm a line three. So one of the people that's going to be talking about their experience today is me. I'm also joined by the amazing Tiffany Clark. Welcome, Tiffany. Hello. Uh, what Do you want to let everyone know what your profile, your type authority and profile are, please? Yes, I am a one three emotional manifesting generator. Amazing. Awesome. So if you guys love what you hear here today, we have got so much more information. We actually did the line three panel blew my mind. And like I've been in my experiment, I worked out the other day, I've been in my experiment now, um, I think it's like five or six years or nearly seven years. Um, if you count the first time I actually saw my design at seven years and it blew my mind on that panel because we just got into such nuances of being a line three that um, I just hadn't heard. And I think it's a double whammy, isn't it? Being a line three, it's such an experiential thing. We really have to have the experience to really know what's true for us. So um, the if you're interested, if this sounds really great, please go and check out HDX because the panels are absolutely mind-blowing. And um, yeah, for me personally, because I'm a line three, I just loved it. So Tiffany, um, welcome to the podcast. You are one of our current Mastermind 1.0 members. Do you want to just share with the audience a little bit about your experience? How are you enjoying it? Oh my gosh. Um, so the Mastermind has, honestly, it, it really has been life-changing and that's not a word that I throw around lightly. <laughs> and it's the same thing with the girls that I have, the women um, that I've gotten to know. I mean, we've, we've formed such bonds and I'm, I'm not even a four line, but I mean, <laughs> I'm so excited about the community, but also just knowing myself so much deeper and in a different way and just really getting to dive into the different pieces that I hadn't quite dove all the way into yet, even though I'm also an HDX member. So it, um, I have loved it. Oh my God, I'm so excited. And just before we started this recording, one of the things that you were saying that I thought was amazing, because this is one of my high values when it comes to look most things, I was going to say personal development, but you know, you said the transformation has been huge and fast. And I think that's something that, you know, do you want to talk to that a little bit? Um, yes. I, so the first thing that comes to mind is something that I told Taylor, I said, do not tell Emma this because I, I want to be able to tell her. So I'm a one three angel is in the, is a girl in the mastermind. Oh, I'm really trying to get away from calling myself a girl. I'm a woman. Yeah, you are, are a woman. woman. You're a powerful yes. woman. Yes. Yes. Um, which is also part of what, um, is brought out in us in the mastermind, right? It's just, come on, be your woman self. But when Angel came to me as a three, five, so a three, you know, inner conscious, she asked me about, about starting a podcast with her. So I know we've talked in the mastermind that I've had this idea about starting a podcast. Well, she asked me to start one with her and it didn't even dawn on me to play small. Love to, it. Which, which, I know for a fact in the beginning of the mastermind, 
I would have been in my head. I would have said, no, I would have felt scared. I would have thought, no, not me. Who, who am I to do this? But honestly, having the conversations that we have in the mastermind with one another, mm-hmm. they are so uplifting and everybody there is telling you your dreams are possible. Yeah. Yeah. And they really believe it. Yeah. Yeah. So. And you're seeing it, you know, like this is one of the things why mm-hmm. I love all the programs, whether it's HDX or the mastermind or even 2.0 at the moment, like I get to watch all of your dreams come true. And in that process, my dreams are coming true. And I think that that is the most beautiful thing. I got goosebumps when you told me about you and Angel doing a podcast together. Oh my God. Like it's going to be the best storyteller podcast ever. I love it. So let's get into talking about being a line three. Um, So the purpose of today's episode really is to just get a little bit of clarity on what is the, the lived experience of being a line three. So what are line threes? Line threes are the experiment, the experiential learners. Um, they're the ones that you're going to hear that language about, you know, trial and error. You'll often hear me sort of say, I'm the sort of, I have that energy that I bump my knees and scrape my elbows, um, but we're always winning or learning. The thing about being a line three is that, again, it tends to be a non-linear energy, sort of two steps forward, one step back. And it can lead us to this energy or this feeling or a belief system that, um, you know, we're afraid to make mistakes or we have to do things the hard way. That was one of my classics. Um, So when we're aligned three, we're really designed to, you know, the knowledge says like life bumps into us, but it's not this negative, like, you know, bad shit always happens. What it's all about is like, we're having an experience so that we can learn, we can improve life. We can improve ourselves. We can make a change. We can call out. Like one of the things that a line three does is it calls out what's not working. Um, and in the, if, if that resonates with you, please head into HDX. Cause I had a long conversation about someone specific in the human design world that, you know, is teaching something that I had to call out because it's just not correct. So this line three energy can feel messy. It can feel all over the place. But once you get the hang of it, it's this understanding that you have to have a physical experience before you can get real clarity about what you want, what you don't want, what you like, what you don't like. Um, And of course, we do that through the process of strategy and authority. So um, let's just start off with a really simple question, because what we want to understand today on a simple level is this difference between having um, the line three in your conscious, which I have, because I'm a three, five, and in your unconscious. And Tiffany has a one, three. So hers is in the unconscious. So I suppose the first thing I just want to ask, like, do you resonate with being an experiential learner? Because I know that line one can get you your head in the books, but um, do you have that lived experience, that innate um, uh, feeling, you know, of having to learn through experience? I 100% do. <laughs> I 100% do. And some of the things that come to mind is just when um, I, I, I love to redo furniture. And so just that whole experience of trial and error, going through, seeing what doesn't work. I was actually just talking to my kids just this morning that the second dresser I ever redid was my daughter's and I painted it this really cool peach color and we sat something on top of it and just a week later, lifted it up and paint came off with it. But just a year ago, 
I painted another dresser for her, another dark color. It's beautiful, but I know what to do now because I have all these years of experience with the different detailed steps that I need to do. So her dresser still looks like it did the first day that I made it or that I refinished it. I love that. And I do. Over like doing your human design experiment, have you found that you're now kinder to yourself through that process, knowing that um, because I suppose being in the unconscious as well, like it's it's almost like you're not aware that it happens all the time. So it might almost be a little bit more of a smack in the face. Like when I learned about my profile, I was like, no one needs to tell me this. I know this already. I don't want it to be, you know, worse. I don't want to put that in my head. Um, but for you, it's unconscious. So do you now find that you give yourself permission or how is your mindset improved to support that you're an experiential learner and sometimes you're winning and sometimes you're learning? I absolutely love, love that saying, by the way, you're not winning, right. you're learning. My son's a one three. So I definitely say that to him. Um, I find that, that, um, I'm so sorry. Can you, can you say the last part of your question? I thought about saying something else and yeah, got distracted. Sorry. It's all good. So how do you, over the years and over doing your human design experiment, how has your mindset changed? Because potentially before human design, you were like, oh my God, I keep making mistakes. Um, whereas now you're like, oh good, I'm making mistakes so that I can do better, you know, create something, change something. So how's your mindset? How, how's the way you look at this experiential learning shifted for the better? Um, it's, it's night and day, honestly, because I really did used to get very aggravated with myself, very hard on myself when I would make quote unquote mistakes. But now the, the whole time is like, it, it, I feel like it gives it a purpose. It gives this thing that I keep trying to do purpose, even mm. if, if it seems like it's something small and um, whether it's cooking a meal and I didn't put the right spices in it. I mean, I don't know. It just, I am, I'm so much easier on myself. I love um, Cause it, even, even just thinking about furniture, the first time that I shared on Instagram, myself finishing, redoing a piece of furniture the hand, like everything was fine until I got to the handles and I spray painted the handles, probably five different colors. And I was just, I mean, I was embarrassed because people were seeing me, but yet I was being very vulnerable about it, but I was so hard on myself. Yeah. And then once I learned that I was a, was a one, three, it just gave me such permission. And then listening to your podcast too, about the line three, it just, I'm so much easier on myself. Like human design has really helped me love myself more. And that is something I say all the time. I love that. Yeah. I love that. And I, I totally resonate, you know, for me as a line three, I definitely, as I said, I used to have the mindset that I have to do things the hard way uh, because I would see myself try things. Um, and, and I have this, this energy within me that I can intuitively model. So sometimes I can see things and I can just get it straight away. And then other times I'm like, wow, why isn't this coming? And what human design's given me as the line three is the understanding that it's very much about the journey. You know, it's not, although I'm very results driven, it's actually, I'm in it for the journey. I'm in it, in it for, you know, what works, what doesn't work, even my business. Like one of the things that, you know, I, I always talk about being a late starter. So I had, I did, I retrained 
at the age of 40, you know? So all my, my, I mean, I had a very successful advertising career, but I, it wasn't, I didn't call it success. By my definition, it wasn't successful. I got paid a lot and promoted a lot, but I was depressed, anxious, unhappy. So I wasn't successful by my definition. Yet all my my success and the continued growth of my success has come since I was 40. So I always talk about being a late starter. But one of the, the things that is so important about um, my line three and how it's played into that is that I am the, like I have the depth of experience, of knowledge. I am the wise woman. I saw this great post um, on Instagram a while ago that was like, um, the the quote was, I don't want to work, learn from anyone but older women now. That's it. Because they've been on the planet much longer than than a lot of other people. And the wisdom that they gather over time is, you know, invaluable. So for me as a line three, that's one of the things that's really shifted is like, I have to have the experience to know. And it's all about this. I'm about being on the journey. I want to be on the journey. I want to have the experience. And when things don't, inverted commas, work out, it's because I just haven't, you know, tweaked that thing or learned that lesson or made that shift yet. And for me, I love it. You know, I love running around bumping into things now. And I certainly think everything's easy. Um, I don't have that same mindset where I used to think, oh my God, I have to do it the hard way. But it was only because I was comparing myself to others. I was comparing myself to seeing people get it the first time, Mm -hmm. as opposed to me, sometimes I'll get it and sometimes I won't get it. But when I get it, oh my God, I get it. Um, does that resonate? Is there anything you want to say to to respond to that? Yes, just that knowing that I'm a line three has made me feel more safe to try things because I think, well, I definitely grew up with with um, perfection, perfectionistic tendencies around me. I think of my father in particular, and I carried some of those, of course, with me throughout life and really learning that I'm a line three. I mean, I'd already done work on that in the first place, but it's, it's the way that I think of it is the pieces of me that were still trying to hold on to perfection and needing to do it right the first time. Those have just dissipated. Mm. Those have just dissipated. Kind of like how I was saying, you know, Angel and I are going to be starting a mastermind. We've already talked. We know there are going to be mistakes. We know there's going to be trial and error. We're just going to, as you say, like throw shit at the wall and just, or she actually says throw magic at the wall. (laughs) Oh, I love that. I love that. Yeah. And just see what happens. Yeah. And I think that that is also for me personally as a line three, like that's one of the things I've very much surrendered to is that there is magic out there. And if I just keep taking imperfect action um, in the direction of my dreams, then it all works out. And it really does. Like it all works out. So I think one of the things is a line three is like, don't be afraid to make mistakes. It's funny you say that. Like I, um, I've never been a perfectionist, but one of the things, especially as I was going through my master coach training, I could see all these tendencies and I would say, well, I'm not a perfectionist, but I was raised by a perfectionist. So I had certain habits or expectations. Um, and a line three, the magic of a line three really comes to shine bright when they're willing to just take imperfect action. And when you take imperfect action, like, yeah, like 
magic happens. So much magic. I love it. Now, the next thing that I want to talk about with the line three, and I think it's really important because we had a huge in-depth conversation about this on the line three panel in HDX. So um, if you're in HDX, please go watch it because it was so life-changing for me. I thought it was really powerful and I've been in my experiment a long time. Um, But it's this idea of the the line three is um, there is this energy of bonds made and broken. So what does that mean? It, it means that a line three um, is going to be someone that in this society, especially in the paradigm that we're moving out of, um, under the cross of planning, it actually has this channel that is all about bonding and marriage and um, you know, like staying with the one person forever and, and all this kind of energy. And the line three actually is driven by this bonds made and broken. Uh, and we had this great discussion at length about how the line three will often, you know, make friends. And for me, I've noticed over my life, like I make friends, but really deep friends um, really fast. And then I'll change jobs or I'll, you know, move somewhere and I don't speak to them. Um, and it's it's really interesting because I ha- I carried so much guilt for years because, you know, I feel like, oh, my God, I should have stayed in contact and I should have this and I should have that. And, again, understanding this about myself, I was like, wow, like this is how a line three operates. They They go deep and they're friends with people and then when they move on, they do move on. Now, that doesn't mean forever. Um, what I learned over time, I know one of my oldest and dearest friends, um, he was actually my first boss in advertising and my last boss in advertising. Um, and, you know, still to this day, we're still very dear friends. And one of the things that I learned about that relationship was that I loved about it is that we can talk every day or every three years. And either way, we treat each other with the same love and respect and there's no judgment either way. So that became a real, even before I came to human design, it was like, that's how I want all my friendships to be. So this can also, the, the the bonds made and broken, my experience in intimate relationships. So many of you would have heard about um, uh, Justin and I, like we are those, he's a line six and we are soulmates. However, we did get together very early. Um, and what can often happen is that you, that, that, that can break, that relationship can break. And then I'm a line three, right? So it's amplified. One of the things that, um, got us to where we were to where we are today is this ability to break our relationship we broke it twice um, and then we were willing to put it back together and again every single relationship is different you know some are to be mended and some aren't to be mended but what's important to understand is that if you have a line three there is going to be part of your energy that wants to make and break bonds okay now that's not to say that they can't you know, we did talk about commitment in HDX on the panel as well. It's not to say that they can't be committed relationships. As I said, Justin and I have been together nearly 22, well, married 20, nearly 22 years. Um, but being a line three, this is your, even within relationship, you're non-linear. And it's really important to, to be kind to yourself on this because otherwise, um, especially coming out of the cross of planning parrot, that, that, um, the, that era, well, you can be so hard on yourself and shameful because I know for me in relationships when I was younger, I'd be like, oh, this is the best. And then one day, almost as simply as this, I would wake up and go, I'm done. You know, I'm done. I'm out. And 
there wouldn't be a great reason. I just know that it's done and I needed to move on. And gratefully at the time, I let myself be that, that, that person. I let myself, you know, draw the line in the sand and move on. Um, so I would love to you to share your experience with bonds made and broken um, and really talk about potentially the shame that you were carrying around that and how you've transitioned into, you know, as you say, like loving yourself just as you are more than ever. Yeah. Yeah. I have to say real, real quick. There was a boyfriend that I had when I think I was 19 and he went away for, I think a week and we were pretty serious. And by the time he came back, I was like, uh, no, something's not sitting right. And so I think too, you know, my, my parents were divorced whenever I was two and they, they each ended up divorcing later. So I have this innate, innate, um, knowing inside of me anyway, that I'm never going to live in an unhappy relationship. And so I have, uh, I know part of what we've talked about in the mastermind is I've been, I've been married twice. I just officially divorced in May from my second husband. And, and I did carry shame about being married twice, even though the first marriage, I realized that I got into it, um, for, you know, for, for the wrong reasons. I was, I was in my twenties, you know, as we all make decisions like that sometimes in our twenties, but we, we were together for 10 years. So like you said, um, we were, we were best friends while we were together. It was a very committed relationship and we were close, but when that ended and I got with my second husband and we, and we got married, um, I left that one and am so proud that I left that one. Um, but yet there was still this shame. However, there was no part of me that even could have stayed. And so I never thought about it as potentially being part of my three line. Like I almost feel like crying right now, just even thinking about it. I, I mean, again, I don't know if it is the three line saying, no, this needs to be broken. That is it. Um, cause I know people who hold on for a very long time unhappy. I, yeah. No, not me, not me. Yeah. yeah. And I think I love that. I, I know for me as a line three, there's definitely a finite, like it's the end when it's the end, it's the end. And I don't know why it just is. And there were many years that I felt that way, or there can be the subtle endings. Like I say, when you change jobs and you just don't see that person or those people every day, and you see these new people. Um, But really what, you know, what I think is so beautiful about this discussion is not to shame yourselves, you know, for the lion trees out there, don't shame yourself. You, you are an energy that will tend to um, be really close, like really close to people. And then as, as simple as that, move on. Um, And you will probably find that what works well in friendships or other relationships is this ability to um, tap back in, whether it's a week, a month, a year, a decade, um, because you'll be fine with it. You, you probably tend not to have, unless you're carrying those those bullshit stories, you'll be okay with it. So just making sure that you allow those people around you to understand that that's kind of the way that you roll. And I think it's really important as we move towards the new paradigm 
um, because this line three, you know, the whole relationship thing, we're moving away from the 30, the 3740. We're moving into very individualistic times. It's in my opinion, why we're seeing, and just my opinion, why we're seeing the diversity in sexuality right now is because we're moving away from this 4037 energy that says it has to be like this, you know, and we're moving into this like, no, you know, and the 59 plays a massive role. So it's all about intimacy and sexuality, but your own way. So I think a lot of that also to understand for the line threes, it's going to feel more comfortable. Um, in its shadow state, though, I would be very conscious, you know, like ask yourself, like, do I am I running from a fear of commitment? Because that line three feeling is definitely a feeling of, oh, I'm done. There's no story. There's no I should this and I should that. Like I had plenty of stories when we were going through the hiccups in our marriage. Um, but I always just came back to my strategy and authority and I listened to my strategy and authority. And and ultimately, you know, we're now that couple that that you know, people dream of being, we are forever couples. Like we're planning. It's so crazy. We're all of a sudden talking about what life's going to be like once the kids grow up and leave home with a 15 year old, you know, like, ah! and that feels really exciting. Um, so yeah, that's really something that I'd love all those line threes to hear. Like you guys are a little bit designed to be messy. Let yourselves be messy. Let yourselves throw the magic at the wall. Um, and discover what's true for you. Understand that there are going to be, um, you know, relationships that, you know, start and finish. And that's okay. That's okay because it's through the, the those experiences that you're building wisdom and ultimately that is something that's super important. You have something you want to respond to? Yes. I just want to say that when you're talking about learning, even within those relationships, I learned so much about myself and grew through so much. And through the end of my, through, through the way that, through the lessons I learned in my last marriage and what the work I did after, because we've actually, uh, we were separated for two and a half years before we divorced. I mean, my self growth and self love has catapulted because it was the learning in that relationship that made me deal with these childhood wounds and just, I mean, sit me on this path of healing. So again, I wouldn't trade it for anything. I wouldn't trade yeah. the pain. I wouldn't trade any of it for anything because of the lessons I learned. I love that. Um, and I totally, totally resonate. So, you know, even looking from both myself and Justin, like when we broke it, we stopped trying to be the person that the other person that we thought the other person wanted us to be. And we started to heal ourselves. You know, that was the catalytic piece for us or the catalytic piece for us, um, which I think is really beautiful because those line threes, like um, don't run away from every relationship, run through it. And maybe there's an end point or maybe there isn't an end point or maybe the end point's not now, maybe it's later or maybe it's yesterday. But that's the point is like don't run away from it. Don't be afraid of it because a line three, like one of the the, the things about a line three is we're very resilient. Um, we are naturally born resilient. So if you're a line three and you think, oh, no, I'm not, you are. It's just that you're listening too much to your fear stories that are preventing you from having the experience. The thing about a line three is you're not just going to talk about the ugly divorce. You're probably going to experience the ugly divorce or you're not going to talk about, um, oh, I should make this choice to avoid that because you're going to go through whatever you're trying to avoid to learn the lesson to create the wisdom, which is actually 
what draws people to you. The line threes are the most magnetic. And it's often because people are like, wow, you've walked in my shoes. You know how I feel. You've had that experience. Um, And yeah, it's part of your magic. So let yourself be messy. Let yourself um, make and break bonds. Let yourself, you know, be a little bit magical, but also know that that resiliency is there underneath um, supporting you all all the time. All right, I think that's all we're going to cover. There's so much more to talk about, um, but we don't have time for that today. I just wanted to give you all just what you need to get a better handle on being a line three. Uh, Is there anything else you want to add before we go, Tiffany? I think just just real quick, one, one story that pops in mind is just me trying out dating apps. You know, I've been trying them out for a couple of months and it's like I'll I'll hop in and I'll learn some lessons. I'll like get some, I'll, I'll be triggered or something will happen and then I'll jump out and I'll do the healing and then I and then I jump back in and you know, there's just this, okay, I'm done. Okay, I'm back. So I don't know if that's I, I've definitely done a lot of healing, even just from that back and fourth motion with the dating apps. Oh, I love that. I love that. And I do think, you know, like I I think very much about my life experience. So the one thing, and you guys all hear me bang on about this is like pay attention to the external clues. And I think as a line three, there is a part of me, especially in the past, that was desperate for those external clues because that was showing me that things were changing. Um, because you know, with a line three, we don't necessarily just do something the first time and it changes. Like some of the other energies, the line twos, like I have two line twos in my family and I watch them just pick up things and work shit out really fast. And sometimes I just want to bang my head on the table. Um, But it's that piece, you know, like, yeah, understand that sometimes you're dipping your toe in back and forward, but you're always building something. You're always learning something. You're having an experience and that experience is getting you closer to alignment success, joy, abundance, all of those things, you know. Um, And what I've found over the years as a line three is that if you no longer fear the experimentation or that fear of failure or getting it wrong or doing it the hard way, if you let go of those beliefs, it is incredibly magical what comes in because one of the things I know for sure is that I don't need specificity. I don't need deep clarity. I don't need any of those things to manifest my dreams. I just have to have an experience. I just have to be like, oh yeah, I want more of that and less of that. Um, And I really believe through being aligned free is that when we're willing to just have these experiences and we don't, you know, label them good, good or bad, you know, right or wrong. We just have these experiences and know that some of them are challenging and hard and some of them feel great. And we just tap into those feelings. Like I want to feel more of that and less of that magic happens, you know, like, I don't need specificity to ma- to manifest heaven on earth. I just need to have experiences and then be like, more of that, less of this. Um, and it all just works out. Um, does that resonate with you out of curiosity? Yes, it does. I love it. I love it. All right, beautiful people. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks so much, Tiffany, for sharing your journey with us. Thank you for uh, having me. Oh, it's so good. I love it. And I look forward to the podcast. I think it's going to be amazing, you and Angel getting on that. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to it. Thanks, everyone, for being here today. Obviously, if you want to learn more about being aligned free, you want to hear deep dives into all the nuances of real lived experiments, then come and join HDX. Um, it's our human design experience membership portal where you can be brand new or you can be someone who's certified. But, you know, we get so many people and I actually had a message this morning about this, that certify with other people 
And then they're like, I don't know how to actually implement this. Like, how do I actually coach people? How do I actually implement? This little line threes worked all that shit out for you in HDX. So come and join if you want to. Um, We'd love to have you. Thanks for listening. I hope you are, are, I trust you are enjoying this series and I look forward to having you on the next podcast. Bye for now. Thanks everyone for being here all the way to the end of the podcast. I hope you got lots of value out of it. I certainly had a lot of fun doing it. Could I please ask that you share this podcast with friends if you found it valuable? And also, bonus points, could you leave a review for me as well on Apple? It would be greatly appreciated. If at any point you would like to be on the podcast or you've got questions that you'd like me to discuss on the podcast, by all means, get on my socials and DM me. Everything you need is there in the show notes. Have an awesome day. Bye for now.